You're listening to Sports and More with Chris and Tom. Welcome back. It's the guys with the faces for radio and the voices for a silent movie. This is Sports and More with Chris and Tom. I am Chris. And I am Tom. Chris, have you ever had one of those days where like it's just it's just not going well? And, and you want something to change, so halfway through, you just strip naked and start over. Oh, no, no, no. I yeah, I know, right? I We've I all been, been No, you haven't been there? No, no I'm kidding. No, well, no. you know who has been there? Sonny Gray of the Cincinnati Reds earlier this week. He decided after the fourth inning that uh, things were not going the way that he wanted to, not uh-huh. having a great day. So sources said that he went into the locker room, stripped completely naked aside from his cleats, changed everything, got a new jersey, new hat, pants, even his underwear. <laughs> Came back out. He retired the next nine batters after that. So hey. maybe maybe it works. Maybe it's something that we need to start thinking about. Maybe hey. not in the office. I wouldn't suggest that. But no. You got to do what you got to do, man, and to get going pitching-wise. It, it, it is what you do. It's a mental game, and uh, I don't know. He figured something out then. So, anyway, no. not having Jeez. one of those kinds of days, so you won't no. find that in this household. <laughs> anyway, uh, so recently on Facebook, we put out a top 10 dessert poll, no. and we're trying to narrow it down to the top five. And I got to tell you – or I'll, I'll, I'll put – I'll show you – Talk about which ones are, are out there. And, you know, we've got some sleepers yeah. that I think are, are getting some love. So we have top, top 10 desserts to choose from. These are ones that Chris and I chose. Chris yeah. chose five. I chose five. Uh, we had a list of like 20 that we chose this from. And these are just popular desserts uh, or some ones just to add as a conversation piece. So we have chocolate chip cookies, apple pie, pumpkin pie, chocolate cake, funnel cake, cheesecake, ice cream, brownies, red velvet cake, and Rice Krispie Treats. Oh. And this is all going to go into a, uh, a a larger segment, very similar to our pizza one that we did a while back, pizza-style bracket, except that we're going to do um, just kind of head-to-head matchups of, you know, highest vote-getters, yeah. lowest vote-getters of the top five from this list. And I got to say, I'm not expected, funnel cake, getting a lot of love, red velvet cake yep. getting a lot of love i i did not see that coming honestly you know chocolate chip cookies apple pie chocolate cake yeah. I, I kind of expected Ooh. that oh okay yeah i kind of expected those ones i expected to get those some. yeah but uh, and and obviously you know, you know you and i can throw in our our votes as well if we need to add in a couple oh. um but funnel cake i kind of thought oh that you know <laughs> may, maybe it's gonna get a couple yeah. it's been in every list that's been commented on the post so and- if you are listening to this, go over to our Facebook page, find that post. It was from yesterday, the, the 10th, I believe, right? Yep. That was the um, so, uh, July 10th, um, which by the time you're getting this could probably be uh, the two days ago or three, whatever. It was July 10th that we posted that. Uh, I'm going to keep sharing it. We're going to do that for a couple of weeks until we have enough data to compile a you know, sufficient um, amount of votes. And... Um, we'll we'll go from there, but um, we, we've got like maybe four, four or five um, out there right now. That's not enough. So we, we're going to wait to put this out on the show until it is ready, until we have a lot of people putting stuff out there and until we have, I'd say, a sufficient sample. Oh, yeah, because we can't go on five names. That that, no. is, that jukes the stats. And I'm 
excited funnel cakes on the list. I threw that in there just because it's baseball season. You it's you love to have funnel cake at a baseball game. And like I said in my comment to you about funnel cake, baseball. Woo! <laughs> that was actually in your text that you sent me. Baseball. Woo! And so some of your other ones, apple pie because America, pumpkin pie because Thanksgiving. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, those are the reasons. You need simple reasons. <laughs> I won't pick brownies, but I figured you would want to take the brownies. And I had to get funnel cake on there some way, somehow. So I didn't put brownies on there on my list on purpose. Well, I put like I put some of those, honestly, like brownies, ice cream, red velvet cake, rice krispie treat. Um, cheesecake is my number one, obviously, but we're not even going to get in the whole discussion, but I put some of those ones on there yeah. as conversation pieces, just to kind of get people thinking like, Ooh, do I like red velvet more than chocolate? Or do I like ice cream more than that? You know, you know, it, it's just, it's, I would getting the people thinking half of my choices were not for me. They were for the people oh. because as you all know, I am a man of the people. Yeah, I mean, obviously. I, 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 I picked five, and I said these are five. Old these are five for me. These are five old things, and I like them all, so I'm okay with talking about any of them. There you go. Well, anyway, that is uh, going to be a future topic. We don't know when, just as a, a matter of whenever we get enough information to choose from. But we do have some current stuff, so Chris, take it away. All right, MLB standings update because we're heading to All-Star Weekend. And currently standing in the AL East, the Red Sox hold a game net lead over the Rays. Still, I don't know how the Red Sox are holding on, but they are holding on. In the AL Central, you have the White Sox with like a eight or nine game lead on the Indians. The White Sox are going to win the AL Central, running away. Book it. If they lose this division, it's going to be the Cubs 19, oh, what was it, 69 season all over again, where they had an eight-game lead going into September and then lost the division because the Mets went on like a epic 25-5 and run to end the season, and the Cubs went 500 and lost the playoffs, missed out on the playoffs because of that reason. So unless something epic happens that we haven't seen since 1969, White Sox are in the playoffs. Bucket. Don't remind my uh, mother-in-law of that. She's a huge Sox fan. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, they're, they're going to make the playoffs, so we'll see what happens. And in yep. the West, unfortunately, the Asterix hold a two-and-a-half game lead over the A's. The A's are trying. They're trying to take over the division, but it doesn't look like they will. Although, at this point, it looks like the A's will make the playoffs as a wild-card team. In the NL least, the Mets still are the only team above 500 at 47-40. and 40. And then you have the Phillies and Braves duking out for second place, which it means nothing because they're at 500 below it. And that division is just a crud shoot after that. In the Central, the Brewers hold a four, a three-and-a-half-ish game lead over the Reds. The Reds have come out of fourth place and have got, caught on fire. Meanwhile, the Cubs have started to play like we expected them to play this season and are slumping terribly. I mean terribly slumping. Terribly. And then you have the Cardinals tied with the Cubs, and then Pittsburgh. <laughs> I love how you say that. And then Pittsburgh. Yeah. Well, they're, they're, they happen to be in the division. And then the NL West. The Giants still are in first place over the over the Dodgers. I think a two-game lead. I don't know how, but they are. The Padres are right behind the Dodgers. And then they have the Rockies. And then the worst team in baseball, the Diamondbacks. 
I what mean, was my what was my bet if they made the playoffs? I don't even know because it's so far out, and I'm so confident it's not going to happen. I don't remember what <laughs> you said, but it was something crazy and silly because there's no way it's going to happen. It's Comment below if you remember what it was, or you can go back to the episode that it happened. And I think it was just the last one. Yeah, I think it was the last one. I said that you're going to put yourself through the table. And you said, no, 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 I'm not doing that. <laughs> no, I did something far more embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. anyway. I, I'm, I'm, that's not going to happen. I, I promise you that. That's not happening. The Diamondbacks aren't making the playoffs. I mean, they are they're just about 30 games. They may be actually 30 games behind the Giants for first place and about 27 out of, out of the wild card. <laughs> 27 out of the wild card. Pray for them. <laughs> All right. Well, enough about the Diamondbacks. Let's talk about some real baseball. The MLB Home Run Derby is back, Let's go. and as Pat McAfee would say, the best baseball whacker guys are going to compete in the bracket-style competition on Monday. That is tomorrow for us, July 12th. Yeah. And at what what time is that? 7 30, Eastern? 7 p.m. Central. 8 7 p.m. Central, 8 Eastern on Fox, correct? No, ESPN for the Home Run Derby. All-Star Games on Fox. Yes, correct. There we go. I don't know why. Got, they I got both notifications from ESPN, and one said Fox, one said ESPN. Couldn't remember which one. So I don't know listen why. to Chris, not me. I don't know why they're on two different networks. I think it's kind of asinine that they did that. It makes more sense to put them on one network. Hasn't it always been, though? It's usually been just Fox, though. Okay. I thought I think, a few times. I thought several I, times I it's been. Just recently it's become more ESPN and then Fox is the game. I don't know why, but uh, that's, that's what they've been doing recently. Gotcha. I recall being on an audit right out of college. Uh, I worked for a CPA firm, and I was I was down in um, Sparta, Illinois. Okay. And staying in a hotel, and that was my evening activity. The Monday that we were there was yep. watching on on the little hotel TV, <laughs> watching the home run derby yep. alone. Hey, yeah. <laughs> hey, that's what you, you guys. I was the do. only intern on the job. It was uh, so that I had to entertain myself, and that hey, yeah. watch some baseball whacker guys all yeah. evening. Yeah, so yeah, you have to watch it. I don't have ESPN, so I won't be watching this, but I will be keeping up to see who's doing what because they'll be posting all over YouTube with who's saying home runs and when. But going into that, let's go with the bracket style. That means it's one versus eight, two versus seven, three versus six, four versus five, and they advance to the bracket to the finals. With that being said, who are who are we seeing in this tourney? Well, number one is the home run leader Shohei Otani of the LA Angels versus Juan Soto of the Nationals. So far, Shohei Otani has hit 33 bombs in 84 games at the plate. That and I think they played like 37, 38. My bad, 87, 88 games this season, and he's hit 17 non-pole home runs, which means he's going to hit that ball out everywhere, out everywhere. That ball is going to the ballpark. He's not just going out to right field. So he's a monster hitting the ball everywhere. And then Juan Soto only has 11 home runs this season, but he's a guy who does have power. He, That's true. He has hit 80 home runs before this season, which means he's just the 18th player in MLB history to do that, to achieve that feat. So he does have power. It's just, it's just not showing up this season. Right. And, and especially with Shohei Otani having the season that he's having, everyone's going to get out uh, shined by him because yeah. he – by hitting 32 and now now 33, yeah, he yeah. broke Hideki Matsui's single season home run record by a Japanese oh, player. Geez. So he's breaking records left and right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
it just it's it's just amazing. I, I love I love watching all the Shohei highlights. Like if there if there's a Shohei highlight, you know it's gonna be good. You know it's gonna be exciting. Um, and, and the comparison to Babe Ruth is well founded. Honestly, oh. I, I I believe it because he he actually pitched and hit for himself in a game. Or oh, no, no, he pitched and hit. He wasn't the the, the DH. No in that game they dh for someone else i believe um in a game is, isn't that right they they had a yeah. dh but it was in a, it was for a separate yeah. position yeah they said you're just gonna play first base or whatever position you play and we're like throw a pitch and hit get out of here right because he's that good yeah so yeah. it's it's amazing just just a few stats for you uh i'm only going to give you uh do you, do you want me to do the pitching stats i know this is home run derby talk but he's he's also an all-star as a position player yeah. and a pitcher. So like it's, it's first well founded, ever do so. that. Right. First, that's, yeah. that's in itself as a feat. Again, records, man, records yeah. pitching 11 games, 11 starts ERA. And this is as of um, earlier this past week, um, 2.58 ERA, 59.1 innings, 82 Ks, 31 walks, Babe Ruth, 11 games, 10 starts. Uh, th- this is, through the first 77 games of the season, yeah. 3.56 ERA, 91 innings, 14 Ks, 47 walks. Yeah. Hitting, uh, averaging 277 home runs at this time last week, 25, slugging percentage 688. Obviously, some of those stats are going to be fluctuating now. The Babe, averaging 315, only 15 home runs and a 619. Uh, Slugging percentage. Yeah. This is through seventy-seven games. So in ten games, he's hit another eight, eight. homers. Yeah, <laughs> he's just saying homers like crazy. There, this he cannot be stopped. Well, he can it, by striking him out. He also has ninety-eight strikeouts as a hitter, so he, he has actually more strikeouts than he has hits. Oh gosh! Still, I mean, still, so, he is he, he's the most exciting yeah. player in the oh, league right now. Because he's hitting dingers, and he's also striking us out as a pitcher. So he is. Fantastic to watch. Yeah. In round number in the second matchup, we have Joey Gallo of the Texas Rangers versus number seven Trevor Story of the Rockies. Why Trevor Story? Because Trevor Story is the is the hometown guy in this game for reasons that time and I will not go into because we already got into that a while ago. But Joey Gallo has had 24 bombs this season, which is a slow start for him. I recognize that's slow for him. But he's up to 24 now because he went on the home run streak of Josh Hamilton proportions. We have five home runs in five straight in five straight games, from June 26th to July 1st. He hit five home runs in five games, and, and back in straight games it was fantastic. And he's a deep bomb guy. He's going to mm-hmm. hit the moon shots, which means on a TV broadcast they're going to look majestic out there. Be oh, boom. that's I think that's Whoa. that's what it's designed for. That's yeah. you live for those. Oh yeah, and then you have Trevor Story, who's only hit eleven dingers this year. Like I said, he's the hometown guy who's going to be in the Derby for the hometown fans. But he's hoping to become just the fourth player. Sorry to win the Derby in front of his hometown fans. I say third in my notes. It's actually fourth because the other three guys to do that were Ryan Sandberg in nineteen ninety with the Cubs, Todd Frazier in twenty fifteen with the Reds, and Bryce Harper in twenty eighteen with the Nationals. So. He's hoping to become the fourth guy ever to do so. I doubt he does it, but it is Colorado, and dingers fly out there for days, so you never know. This could be a uh, a really interesting night. I'm just yep. going to say that. I I love the home run derby, and, I mean, some of these guys, especially you know where, where it's at, ball flies different 
in that atmosphere. Oh, yeah. It's it's fun to watch that. And um, honestly, I think the lineup that we've got, even in these first two matchups, it's it's going to amount to some serious power. Oh, yeah. The third matchup I think is the most interesting matchup we're going to see because you have Matt Olson versus Trey Mancini. Olsen's hit 23 dingers this season despite playing the Oakland Coliseum. I mean, think about that. He's playing like the worst ballpark to hit home runs on. He's hit 23, which means he hits more dingers on the road than he does at home, but he still has 23 home runs. That's still impressive. And only Nelson Cruz, J.D. Martinez, and Eugenio Suarez have had more home runs since Matt Olsen was called up on August 8th, 2017. He's hit 122 dingers since his call-up, and only four guys – and only three guys have hit more home runs than he has. So he's hitting dingers all day, all night. And then you have Trey Mancini with 16 home runs this season. And he's an awesome story because he missed all of last season as short as it was. But he was going to miss the season anyway due to being diagnosed with stage 3 colon cancer and undergoing chemotherapy. And I mean, stage 3 colon cancer is rather deadly. And to see him survive and come out stronger fourth is an awesome story and it's awesome to see him competing in the home run derby so this is my favorite matchup of the first four we're going to see yeah and i mean obviously i i talk a lot about i've talked a lot about shohei so far and he's probably going to be my favorite player to watch but as far as kind of my my underdog the guy that i would i would love to see win trey mancini just you know the whole story of of last year what he's overcome and and the fact that he's um, you know, producing now he's, he's very athletically gifted, oh, yeah. um, individual. And so that, that I think is just a testament to his willpower and, uh, the, the mentality of being able to overcome, um, that, that cancer and come back stronger and still produce at a very high level. Um, you know, some are going to say that he's the sympathy pick, oh, yeah. but I mean, they'll, they'll see him tomorrow night. And they're going to forget about that completely because he's he's a viable threat oh, yeah. to I, to any high seed. Oh, absolutely! Everyone is going to see that. Oh, he went through chemotherapy for stage three colon cancer last season and missed the entire season. I was going to be going to say, okay, we want this guy to win. <laughs> that's how it's going to work. Yeah. I mean, and that's Nothing that's a wrong good, with that man. That's a good thing with society that we have that instinct to say, okay, let's support the guy who came through some dirt and some junk, and he's now on the other side and he looks fantastic. In the final matchup, we have Salvador Perez of the Kansas City Royals versus Pete Alonso of the New York Mets. Salvador Perez has hit 21 dingers this season, which is good for, I believe, tied for 12th in the MLB. So he's hit, he's up there with the guys, but he has a slight problem. Uh, no Kansas City Royals players ever won the home run derby, and no catchers ever won the home run derby. And he's both a Royal and a catcher, so he's kind of <laughs> stuck in this one. I mean, the last guy to come close was Ivan Rodriguez. Was Pudge Rodriguez himself one of the greatest catchers of our lifetime, probably the best of our lifetime? He was. He took second place in tw- in two thousand and five. So that's the last yeah. time a a catcher came close. And another one that would come to mind in a similar era, not too far before him, was Mike Piazza. Yep. A lot of power that came out of him, but again, didn't yep. win the Derby. And so, like, I mean, you're you're right. And I, I hadn't realized that until you sent over the notes. Like, really? I, I, yeah. And I had to think about it. Like, yeah, he never actually won. Yep. Um, but, it, I mean, he's in good company. The fact that we've had catchers in the home run Derby, they have been catchers. It's not like he's the first of any kind. <laughs> right. um, but – uh, that, I mean, this is another one. Yeah, you, uh, he would be breaking a streak uh, that you know don't want to be caught in the middle of. Right. So, I mean, there's a lot of guys that – honestly, I don't even care who wins. I just want to see a lot of bombs. Oh, and yeah. 
if that comes out of Salvador Perez, if it comes out of Shohei, if it comes out of Mancini, I don't care who it is. Um, but it'd be, it would be kind of cool to see this sort of thing broken. Oh, absolutely. Um, but you're absolutely right. Um, no Kansas City player, had, Royals player has, has won the Derby. No catcher won the Derby. So he's probably got a bit of a mentality of I've got to overcome this. Yeah, which could be a good thing or a bad thing. It just depends on he how He could get that's... stuck in it. He could get the yips. Yeah, he could get the yips. I mean, he has – let me put it to you this way. He has 98 strikeouts to eight walks. So he, has a... <laughs> he strikes out. He could be whiffing all day long, but he also be hitting bombs all day long. I, all right. I have only seen a whiff once, I believe, in a, in a home run derby. Yeah. I think it was 2002, 2001, 2002 in Colorado. Oh, I'm trying to remember who it was. Aaron Boone? Is he ever in? Yeah, I think he was. Because he was using Ichiro's bat. Oh, he shit. broke his bat, had to use Ichiro's bat, and and just whoosh, whiffed. So I mean, yeah. let's hope not. He, yeah, let's hope that doesn't happen. There's not. It, then he would be Royals catcher and among a few who have whiffed at the home run derby. All right, that'd be bad. But the fifth guy, Pete Alonso, who we haven't talked about yet, he's his 17th this season, and more importantly, he is the reigning, defending, undisputed home run derby champion from 2019. So he is the he's the defending champ. Respect him. He's he's trying to become the fourth multi-champ in in uh, home run derby history, joining Ken Griffey Jr., the GOAT of home run derby champs, who won three titles in 1994, 1998, 1999, all in the era, and he was not taking steroids whatsoever, so that's just epic that he did that. Prince Fielder, who won in 2009 and 2012 for two different teams. I think he's the only guy to ever do that. And Jonas Cespedes, who won back-to-back titles in 2013 and 2014. So Alonso is trying to become the third back-to-back champion, fourth multi-time champion, so that's kind of cool also. So Yeah. There's a lot, a lot of things that could happen that would be historical. I like it, man. Yeah. We, but we're going to win no matter what because we're going to see something cool happen. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Unless you get like a Matt Olson who's just – there's no history for Matt Olson winning it, as far as I know. But it would be cool. I He's actually my dark horse to win this thing because he has the best stroke probably of all the guys out there. He's the only guy on this list who isn't really whiffing as much as he's walking. He's at, Yes, he struck out 60 times, but he also has 42 walks. So he has an eye for the ball. So he's going right. to he see the ball better. I, I know walks mean nothing in the home run derby, but, I mean, it might be something about eye and able to see the ball in any condition. Yep, and that's that's important in this deal. Uh, I, I got to talk about one snub, though, or maybe he was asked and, and said no to it. Kyle Schwarber. He had uh, what was the final total? Seventeen or eighteen home, seventeen home runs in June. I would think because he, I believe he tied Sammy Sosa and others for most home runs in June in a season. um, At at seventeen, he had sixteen. Sixteen. Yeah, I could have sworn it was seventeen. Anyway, he uh, he was on fire, and so I don't know. Did he did he get invited and say no because? A lot of guys are, are worried about that one night and the preparation for that one night affecting their swing, or you know what's what's going on. Like I, that, a guy like that with the power that he's had, I mean, he he was right up there with Bryce Harper in eighteen. So you you want to see a guy like that hitting uh, hitting bombs out uh, in in a home run derby setting because he's got the power. He's he's exciting to watch. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're missing a couple of the top eight guys out there. Vladimir Guerrero Jr., who's at 28 right. years, is number Legacy. two. 
I mean, legacy. He's, and he's probably the best hitter in baseball. No offense to Shohei Otani, but Guerrero is Jr. saying 3.32 on the year. He's got 52 walks and 66 strikeouts. So he's basically walking strikeout evenly and hitting dingers left, right, and center and getting base hits. So yep. we're probably missing the best hitter in baseball. Fernando Tatis Jr., who has 28 bombs, mm-hmm. isn't competing. Ronald Acuna Jr., 24 home runs, isn't competing. I mean, we're missing some big well, names. Ronald Acuna, there's a different reason for that now. Yeah, there's um, a different the, reason. The, for the torn ACL yeah, last yeah. night, which you that's, hate to see that. that. That's awful. Uh, I mean, wishing all the best to um, Ronnie, uh, okay. to, I mean, to Acuna there because he was a starter too for the National League. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And you can see the emotion as he was getting carted off. He, he knew that his season was done. Yeah. I mean, you just hate to see it happen to anybody, but especially a guy as young and as talented right. as he is. But you're right. I mean, that, that he's among a uh, an elite group that are not in this bracket. It's which is uh, it's hard to see when you're not getting like the top eight names. I mean, some names are way down the list. I mean, Trevor Story is like 30s or 40s. He's way down the line. So is Juan Soto. But right. I mean, you you go back even 10, 15 years. You, you were getting. The, the top guys in the league, you were getting Griffey, Maguire, Piazza, uh, Palmero, uh, Frank Thomas. You were getting Barry all Bonds, of them. Yeah. Barry Bonds. You were getting everybody big names because that's what the draw was. The, yeah. the, the draw was for the biggest names because you knew they were going to produce. They were oh, yeah. they were stars. They were going to make it happen um, The uh, on the stage that they were on. And it's not that these guys won't. I'm sure that we're going to see an oh, awesome definitely. show. It's like – but, but at that time, to be the biggest hitter in baseball meant that you were going to the Home Run Derby. Now we've got the biggest hitters in baseball not in the Home Run Derby. And it just – to me, I, I'm a baseball traditionalist. You know that. And, and yeah, I, I, don't, I, I don't like to see guys slump after the Home Run Derby and after the All-Star break because they're, they're adjusting their, their swing for the Derby. Um, I like to see good baseball. But – I like to see an exciting home run derby too. And that's what everyone kind of likes to see on the all-star break is this is for entertainment. Yeah. So I like to see big names. And so when the top guys in the league are not in the, the derby for one reason or another, I don't know. It just doesn't sit well with me. Uh, yeah. We got, we got Otani. We got uh, others that are our, our top yeah, producers. And Olsen, yeah. We got top producers, but it's just, uh, you know, I, I just wish we saw some more big names, bigger names, that um, would be topping that list. That's all I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine a top four of Otani, Guerrero Jr., Tatis, and Schwarber with Ga- with Gallo and Olsen? Those are six names who are all top seven. And that would be a heck of a thing. Throw Trevor Story in there because you need him for the local fans and Mancini for because of the because of the, his story. That's an epic competition right there. I would watch that on a loop for six days yeah, straight. It would be fantastic, but we're not getting that because baseball. Because baseball. But anyway, if you want to catch the Home Run Derby, like we said, it is Monday, July 12th at 7 p.m. Central on the ESPN. Best time zone the best the time zone. Um, and is at Coors Field in Denver, Colorado. Um, and the winner of the Derby, we forgot to mention, gets hundred grand. Yay. Yeah. I mean, I mean, some of the, I mean, for some guys, it's a drop in a bucket. For some of the younger guys, that might that's a big deal. It's a pretty big deal because they might be on their rookie deals where you only get like a couple mm-hmm. hundred grand a year because uh-huh. LB rules, again, screwing the players. 
But I, you know, from the accountant standpoint, though, what's the tax oh, on that? <laughs> uh, the tax so. a lot. The tax is a lot. Uh, but here, by that, leaving that aside, we're now going on to the main event. The MLB All-Star Game is the 86th of all time. This would be the 89th, but we had two seasons without one uh, last year for obvious reasons. The season didn't start until after the All-Star break would have happened. <laughs> And 1945 was World War II. World War II. So that, it kind of makes sense. We didn't have enough players to do that. And well, that and at that time, some of the players were, were kind of were fighting in, overseas. In the army, yeah. <laughs> they got drafted. Ted, so. Ted Williams among them. Yeah. So it kind of was a different era. But the also game was Tuesday, July 13th at 6.30 p.m. Central Time. Like we say, the greatest time zone in all the land on Fox at Cross Fields. Huh, then why would you have the also game and home run derby in the same park? It makes no sense at Actually, it makes perfect sense because why would you travel from one spot to another for an event? I really expected the the home run derby to be in California yeah. and the the All Star game the next day to be in Boston. I, I mean, mean, what were they thinking? It's it's all about they, logistics, right? I mean, the Olympics do that. I mean, why can't we do that? <laughs> <laughs> but but all kidding aside, let's give you the starting rosters for the All Star game for the American League. A catcher is Salvador Perez, who will be competing in the All Star game. Vladimir Guerrero Jr., who is probably the best in baseball at first base for the Blue Jays. Marcus Simeon for the Blue Jays is at second base. He's also a top eight home run guy. Would be pretty cool to have him in the list. Rafael Devers of the Red Sox, another top eight home run hitter, not playing in the home run derby at third base. At shortstop, of Xander Bogarts, another spectacular player. Mike Trout, who is probably the best baseball player of our lifetimes. No offense to Barry Bonds, but when you use the juice, you kind of get your name dropped off the list. And also, of the LA Angels, Aaron Judge of the Yankees, who's a big-time bomber, who hits, who's in 282 this year as well. Teoscar Hernandez, who's another big-time bomber for the Blue Jays. I guess the Blue Jays, just like in dingers, they don't care if they win or lose. They just want to hit five dingers in the game and lose the game 10-9. to nine. And then you have Shohei Otani, the starting DH, and also a starting pitcher, is he going to be the starting pitcher for the home run, for the All-Star game? We do not know. My mind is on yes. Because that's what the people want to see. Oh, absolutely. Because that would yet again be another record. Because not only has no player been a position no. and pitcher in the All-Star game, they have not started at, at pitcher and in the lineup. Oh, that would be fantastic. There's a, Here are the other four guys you might know from the American League. Shane Bieber of the Cleveland yeah. Indians, who's absolutely who's an absolute stud. Garrett Cole, who's who's on this list for all the wrong reasons because of all the sicky stuff. And now ZRA's started to balloon again because, well, the man can't pitch without his sicky stuff. So that's kind of – he's kind of maybe – maybe he's overrated. We'll, we're finding out a lot, a lot about that. Lance Lynn, the White Sox, who's been an absolute stud for the White Sox this season. And a role of Chapman who just throws straight heat out of the bullpen. Yeah, I mean, there, honestly, there's no real uh, surprises here. I just gave you five names. There's a lot more pitchers. I just gave you there's five. A lot, oh, yeah, there's a lot of pitchers. There's a lot of position yeah. players. These are your starters. These are your, your top five names that you're probably going to recognize. Um, obviously, uh, a role this is we can expect would be your, our closer for the AL. Oh, probably. Um, j just because all, all you need him for is to come in in the ninth with two <laughs> outs and throw 300 mile an hour fastballs. Yes, all you need. Watch the radar gun light up. All right. Yeah. He threw it. Look at the radar gun. Oh, he threw it 102 miles an hour. I'm thinking the the rookie. Remember oh, that one with yeah. uh, Dennis Quaid? Yeah. Uh, the the interview after the game. What were your three pitches? Uh, fastball. Well, 
uh, fastball and uh, fastball. fastball. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what we can expect out of Eraldis. Oh, absolutely. All right. And now the National League, the real baseball league, as I like to call <laughs> it. baseball league. I like to throw shade at the, all the American League fans because their pictures are whiny babies outside of Otani, who oh, I give all credit to. We're getting, um, we're digging in now. Uh, the catcher for the National League is Buster Posey. Why? He's Buster Posey. That's why. Of uh, the San Francisco Giants, he's the best catcher probably of our lifetime. Well, not really because there's – I wouldn't say of our Because we were alive for Pudge Rodriguez and a little bit of Mike Piazza. So Buster Posey might be up there, but I don't, we'll see where it ends up. Freddie Freeman at first base for the Braves, who's always been a stud player. Adam Frazier of the Pittsburgh Pirates because he's that dang good. When you hit three third, like three hundred, like three twenty-eight for the Pirates, you have to be in the All-Star game because you're just hitting for days on a team that's not helping you out at all. At third base, of Nolan Arenado for, of the Cardinals. It's hard to say that, but he's one of the best third basemen in in all of baseball. He's all he's is usually been is usually Arenado, then Bryant's right below him, and if yep. it's for this purpose as well. And Fernando Tatis Jr., who is still a stud at shortstop, and he should be in the home run derby. I don't know why he's not competing this year. Maybe he just doesn't want to get hurt, but well, but he's not. In outfield, we did have Ronald Acuna Jr., but that has changed as of today because he tore his ACL as of today. So we don't know who's replacing him as of right now, but. Man, that sucks. He's, he's a young gun, and it would be nice to have him out there. Nick the Stick Castellanos of the Cincinnati Reds. Yes, that is his nickname because the man hits doubles and dingers and hits really well. I wish the Cubs could have kept him, but we couldn't afford him. And also in the outfield for the Reds, Jesse Winkler is out there for them. He's been playing. He's been having a fantastic season, season hitting 19 home runs. So he's another guy who's another good baseball whacker guy who's not competing in the home run derby this year. And then for starting pictures, you have you Darvish of the San Diego Padres. Yes, he plays for San Diego, not the Cubs, because the Cubs were trying to shed payroll and not win anything. Congratulations, Ricketts. You're now on the turd list, even though you won a World Series in our lifetimes. You've now reached the turd list of all sports fans of Chicago. It's been long enough since the World Series. We can put him on the turd list. He's on the turd list. It's been five years. It's been five years. You've reached the turd list because your decisions since that time have been because in bad. a matter of five years, we have tanked. We have been bad. I mean, yes, we win the playoffs, but yeah, but when you miss the playoffs, when you make the playoffs the last five years, but we're like saying that we're not competing. We're just happy to make the playoffs. The division sucks. It's right. Is it is because fans' opinions? And sorry, I have to go on rant because I don't like. I see you, Darvish, in here, and I go, "Oh my gosh, we should have you, Darvish." And number two, you have Jacob DeGrom of the New York Mets. Jacob DeGrom, who's probably the best pitcher of this of the season right now and should be the starter for the NL, but nothing has been announced as of right now. The third, another starter, Max Scherzer, who is a fantastic stud of a starter who's had his own little scandalish thing happen because Joe Girardi didn't like the fact he was going, he's wiping sweat off his hair. He thought he was using sticky stuff and Scherzer about drops his pants on in front of national TV because of all the Joe Girardi. He's using something because he's going to his hair. Stupidity. Brandon Woodruff of the Brewers who throws straight gas as a starter. He's one of these stars who throws a hundred miles an hour as a starter. He's a stud. And then you have Josh Hader, the closer for the Brewers, who throws gas, and Craig Kimbrell of the Chicago Cubs, who's a fantastic closer once again. Love to see it. Love to see some Cubs on this list, especially the uh, the recognizable names. Um, Scherzer, not rec- not as uh, 
not in the headlines for a good reason the other night as a, a triple A pitcher, triple A reliever called up for the Padres, had a grand slam off of him. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, but anyway, still, still an all star, still a solid uh, pitcher. Honestly, I like this lineup. Uh, it's going to be really, really, really fun to watch. Um, again, we're going to miss Acuna Jr. Um, as as NL fans, because we're Cubs fans, we're, we're also NL fans this night of the year. Yes. Um, it's you know, and, and again, it comes it comes down to you don't want to see someone th- that that happens to someone. No matter if if you love the Braves or hate the Braves, you don't want to see that happen to someone who has such a long career ahead of them. No. So I, I mean, uh, prayers for a speedy recovery and an effective recovery for him, so that he can continue to have a long career um, and just you know take the time to recover and come back stronger, man. Absolutely. Hopefully he comes back healthy and is ready to rock and roll. I'm guessing the starting pitching duel will be between Otani and DeGrom, which I know means nothing because it's the All-Star game. They might pitch two innings and that's it. But Otani versus DeGrom to start the All-Star game, pretty cool. Pretty freaking cool. That's pretty freaking cool. Like that's, that's probably – that's among some of the best – matchups that we've seen in recent time i mean it, it's like a randy johnson roger clemens matchup to start a, a all-star game i mean that that's an epic line to start i know clemens did all those steroids and he uh, <laughs> but 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 that, at the time clemens was a huge name and randy johnson is still a huge name because the man was six foot eleven as thin as a rail and was throwing straight gas and was fantastic to watch he's still my favorite pitcher of all time of, of, of i've seen because he just do gas and yeah. more gas and more gas and more gas he's my favorite bird hunting pitcher of all time <laughs> he's, killed, he's killed a lot of birds out there because they just have to fight have you seen that commercial or no it wasn't even a commercial it, it was, was a commercial it was, it was, was a, a commercial it was a geico was commercial geico commercial where he keeps the baseballs next to his bed oh no different one no okay so there, it, he did an interview where he taught he he it came up about like home security and what he has at home. Um, and he does not own a gun. Well, I mean, he might own a gun. I think he he doesn't it. have, he keeps a bag of baseballs next to his nightstand <laughs> as home defense. Uh, he throws them all I mean, enough. if you see a six eleven guy chucking pearls at you, you're going to run out of the house. You I mean, go, <laughs> you're going to drop whatever you've got and you're going to run. I mean, the, so, guy was, the guy was 45 years old throwing 95 miles an hour, just throwing gas. So, <laughs> He probably could still go out there and touch ninety. I mean, I I remember the Geico commercial was a snowball fight and there's a snowball fight with Randy Johnson on one side. He threw a yes. snow, it, it was a snowball where it ripped a hole in the guy's uh, coat sleeve because he threw it so hard. Oh, I love it, Johnson, man. That was a good era of baseball. Oh, yeah. I apologize if you're hearing my dog bark in the background. That's nope, it's, nothing. Okay, good because it's annoying me. Um, but anyway. We are in for quite an interesting derby and an interesting uh, all-star game. I'm, I'm like you. I don't have ESPN uh, because I, I cut the cord with cable. Um, so I'm going to figure out a way to, to watch the derby because I love it. Uh, but I do have Fox, so you're going to oh. find me watching that Tuesday night. Um, but, uh, yeah, real interesting. Obviously, this is the all-star break, so um, this is kind of the – this is kind of it for baseball for the week, and that's really that, – that's okay. I mean, this is – it's a lot of players because of some injuries that have been happening, some things that have been happening. They need a break. Hopefully it's not one of those things where after the break they come out in a slump because 
historically we've seen a lot of players. Unless you're the Brewers and, come out and the Reds. I don't <laughs> yeah, if you're the Brewers and the Reds, you can slump. slump. You can slump. This, now, Cardinals, now's the time for – If you're Cardinals, uh, always slump. Always slump. Please. Now's slump. the time for the Cubs to – you know, yeah, the Cardinals can slump whenever they want. Before, <laughs> after, off season, we don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> uh, Christmas morning, just, just doesn't matter to us. But uh, who needs to bust the slump is the Cubs. Oh, gosh. They they've, really need it. They've been playing terrible. Terrible. Ter terrible. Terrible. No, no, no ease. T-U-R-B-L. Terrible. Terrible. And terrible. Hopefully the National League wins the also game because, as you know, Tom and I are Cubs fans, which means we're National League fans, which means we want National League to whole host the World Series because baseball. Because <laughs> baseball. baseball. We want to see pitchers hit, even though that's not what the millions and millions of people who don't watch baseball want to see because, well, they just want to see dingers. We want to see baseball. Shohei's proven that it can be done. Just it can saying. be done. Just hey. saying. He, hit, he hits nukes. Hey, I, I still remember Kerry Wood hanging a dinger in game five of the NLDS against the Braves in 2003 and going nuts because it was a dinger against the Braves. It was yep. fantastic. I think Love he won I think he went off Maddox too. It was even better. It was like he had dinger off Maddox, mm -hmm. which was awesome. Yeah, and and that that Triple A reliever whose name is escaping me at the moment for, for the Padres <laughs> pulled up, hits a grand slam <laughs> off Scherzer. Hey, he's going to be remembered for that if nothing else. Even if he goes back down to the minors from here, he's he's going to be remembered for that. Hey, I've won at bat as a grand slam of Max Scherzer. Off Max Scherzer, I don't care about my pitching stats. I can hold on to that. Absolutely. <laughs> This is the All-Star game. It's a lot of fun. The Derby's a lot of fun. I know I I was the storm cloud of the Derby because there's a lot of big names I would like to see in this who aren't, but that's where we are in life, and we're going to live with it. This will be fun. There'll be dingers. I mean, who? who hey, it's the home run. It's the dinger derby. They just need to read it. It's the dinger derby. Yeah, and that's what we're there for is the dingers, all the dingers. Uh, all the dingers. I mean, if we get a Ken Griffey Jr. dinger off a mountain – and that'd be awesome because he did hit the brick, the brick building outside of Camden Yards in mm -hmm. one derby. It, it's still the first home run hit in the derby. I think it's like four. It's something like four hundred eighty something feet. He hit the ball in the derby. It's some monster shot. It's got to be. It's got to be longer than that because I'm. I'm pretty oh, sure yeah. Josh Hamilton hit some. Uh, hit some five twenty plus. Oh, oh in, yeah. Oh, in yeah. that I've, that memorable. Oh, we're here like 23, uh, 20, 23, 25, something like that in in one one round. It, yeah. He, uh, yeah, it might have been like a five. It, it was a bomb he hit. It's the best home yeah. run. In five twenty-two st stands out in my mind. It's, it, it was a dinger and a half is what he hit on that. <laughs> it should have no. counted count for Duke two. It was that good. right. It was that big. It was that big. But anyway, look forward to all of that and um, give us your give us your thoughts on on who you would put in the home run derby. Uh, aside from not, not necessarily who you wouldn't have, but who you would have thrown in there with it. Um, and um, you know, who's your pick, AL or NL, for the for the, the All-Star game? Vladimir Guerrero Jr. for me and National League all the way, baby. I'd have put Schwarber and National League all the way. That's right. that's my pick. Yeah, and that's how we roll. We don't think we're going to win, but we hope we do win because the National League never wins the All-Star game because baseball. <laughs> because <laughs> baseball. baseball. Because it makes no sense. That's all you can say is just because baseball. But please follow our Facebook page for updates on the show and our top 10 desserts list that we need you to vote on so we can have a discussion about this later on. You can also reach out to us at, at our email uh, account, Sports and More, with CT, that's Kevin C, Kevin T, at gmail.com. 
we have not had an email in there for quite some time. It's getting quick, kind of lonely in, in that email uh, inbox. Yeah, we don't care what you send. Uh, keep it clean, oh, yeah. but we don't care what you send. Uh, that. Yeah, right, yeah, keep it clean. No no sunny gray locker room pictures. Uh, but uh, cat videos, memes, all the memes. We no don't care what it towing, is. Uh, Kyle Long situations. Okay, we're not going to touch that. Uh, <laughs> moving past. Um, yeah, I'm going to be kind of like, I'm going to be sharing that that top 10 dessert post and annoying amount of times until people start to actually interact with it. So please interact with it so you don't have to see it. You might see it every day. Oh boy. I, that's that's not a promise. That is a threat. Oh, geez. Oh, man. I'm not, not even promising. That's a threat. Like, that's if a you threat. don't start commenting, you're <laughs> going to see it every day, man. You're going to see it every day. Um, but as always, you can go to our Anchor page, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. I saw a new one um, that is in our, our um, data analytics on Anchor. Bullhorn. You ever heard of that one? Never, Never heard of that one. But apparently we're on it because someone, 6% of our listeners, which is probably one person, um, are listening on Bullhorn. So thank you to whoever's listening on Bullhorn. We didn't even know you existed, but we appreciate you. So my point is we're out there. Look for us. Whatever you use for your podcast, look for us. So you can download this episode, any future episodes. We don't even care if you download it as long as you listen to it. Um, we enjoy this and we just want you to, to check out what we've already created and what we're going to create. We got some really cool stuff. Like we said last week, we got something coming down the pike in September. We're going to have a guest coming on for a, a college football preview sometime in August. Uh, it's actually one of you. Uh, so you know who you are and uh, we'll, we'll come back with some awesome stuff over the next couple of months. Oh, absolutely. I also can't wait for our NFL preview show. That's our probably one of our favorite shows that we do because we get to joke around and make some crazy uh, bet, uh, picks and then just have our own little fun discussions. Right. Uh, why, why we're awesome. Right. And oh, once- and hey, real quick, we, we didn't have a lot of listen, a lot of plays last week, which is fine. We're not in it for the, the stats. No. But if you want to see Chris's a uh, thousand play celebration. I mean, hey, I have, we, we're at nine twenty four. We got we got to up those numbers if you want to see it happen. Oh, absolutely! I mean, I have the confetti can in the background. You could probably see it if you look squint really hard. You can find I, it in there. Hold on, hold on. I got to move my little icon. There it is. I, my face was over it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's there. It's ready. It's ready to rock and roll. And we would like to thank all of you, probably the tens and tens of people listening to our ridiculous things and ramblings on all things, including desserts and baseball. Woo! Baseball. Woo! Love it. Our next episode's creation date is to be decided. We got some. Uh, some scheduling things that we got to figure out over the next couple of weeks, but keep an eye on our Facebook page because that is where we will post it when it goes live. Um, we're not going to say that we're going to give an update regarding the next episode because we never do. We probably should uh, change that outro, but at this point we just love to make fun of it. So keep an eye on Facebook for when that is live. And as always stay safe and healthy and stay free. Sports and more with Chris and Tom is brought to you by no one. All non-original thoughts and ideas were properly noted during each segment.